0: All right, welcome to the Swift Bites podcast episode two. Uh, this one is called He Is Dead Jim. I'm here uh, again with uh, Mike. Mike, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself?
0: Oh, I can't complain. We've been doing this Hangouts thing literally all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't sit here and lie like this is the first time I've talked to you today. We've literally been talking pretty much all day today. Yeah. Uh, what, what what have we been working on?
1: Uh Operation Tetra has probably been one of the biggest things that we've been working on today. Um, fixing those bugs and trying to implement a whole bunch of stuff on there. Besides, uh for those guys that don't know, Operation Tetra is basically our uh our app that we are developing and working on. Um it'll come out later this fall, but Besides that, I think that's all we worked on, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I did a little bit of reading through some shuffle play code. Other than that, I really didn't do a whole lot. Uh, besides schoolfish, uh, I think we did some mapping out of kind of the next few months where we want to be. Uh, and yeah, okay. it was it was a, it was relatively interesting. Uh, quite stressful, really, to think about you know what we're going to be doing in August or where we're going to be in August. And that's slightly terrifying, but you know, we'll get there.
1: It's difficult because, you know, you, you plan all these things out and you're like, I plan on running a five mile by the time I get to August. And then I'm sure like what July will come around and then we're going to be like, Oh crap. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. So, you know, it's like, it's. Future planning sometimes is difficult when it comes to application development just because it's, like, a hit or miss sometimes.
0: Right. I, I guess I would equate this to uh, what's what are those marathons called? It's, like, the, the swimming, the running, and the biking all mm-hmm. in one. Those, like, really awesome, crazy, like, you have to be, like, superhuman to do them. It's, like, you swim, like, three miles. You run, like, ten oh, miles uh, and bike. It, it's called the... Uh... I've seen
1: it before. That doesn't make it any better. Uh, We'll just
0: call it a triathlon because that's really what it is.
1: It's like a Spartan race. Spartan race is
0: fun. Like strongman. All right. So uh, last week's episode was the very first episode. And I think we are a little bit more worked out this week. Uh, We've got a pretty extensive list of topics to cover, uh, none of which are actually fully Swift related. Uh, we wanted to kind of take a step back and before we got into talking about what a function is or what a constraint is or NS layout or any of that stuff, we want to kind of gauge where our audience is at, where they want what they want to hear and stuff like that. So this week is actually going to be uh, a podcast about really what's going on in the world of Apple because honestly if you're a Swift developer, you probably very well versed in Apple and what's going on. Um, so I'll just lead off into the first little bit of information and that is starting in April. You'll, you'll only be able to edit your, your app, start your URL and what's new in this version text when submitting a new version of your app to the app store. Uh, Mike, you have not went through that process yet, right?
1: Yeah, I, I personally have not gone through the process, uh, before we keep going. I want to mention something. do you see the screen changing? Cause like I'm looking at the YouTube video and you don't, you don't go through. I'm
0: having, I'm having to do it manually. I don't know why I don't feel like messing with it though.
1: Okay. All right. sounds good. As long as you get, you're in charge of that. All right. So, um, application development, uh, I have, I have actually not submitted anything into the app store. Uh, I base my experiences off your experiences basically (laughs) and what you have gone through. Um, mainly I'm kind of a little intimidated probably because uh, from what you've told me and from what we've heard is it's, it's, they are very feisty and very picky about what they let into the app store, which and that not necessarily a bad thing. One, it challenges you as a developer. And then two, it just makes sure that you have good quality apps going into the app store in contrary to just letting whatever jumbo mumbo go to ten- gets in there
0: exactly uh so my first experience with with shuffle play and getting shuffle play into the app store was probably like a month-long fight with app review um and it was more so probably it was all really on me because i had never put an app into the app store before uh, so there was a lot of things that they would you know reject, and it was all simple fixes like infoP list stuff, or uh, they didn't quite understand th- the sole purpose of the app. Um, but one of the things that I really enjoyed being able to do is going through and changing certain links or certain things without having to resubmit a build because there's gonna be a point where I won't be submitting updates as frequently for Shuffle play as I do now. Uh, because at that point, it'll be pretty self-sustaining. Uh, so that's a little bit, I find it to be a little bit stupid. Uh, but, you know, Apple probably has their logic and reasoning for everything. And me being me, I'll be like, oh, that makes 100% sense. Go Apple. All praise Apple. Um but yeah, so starting in April, you'll only be able to edit the support URL, the marketing URL, and the what's new in this version, which that makes sense, because if you're not uploading a new build, uh, there, there's nothing new in the what's new in this version. So that makes sense. Uh, but the support URL and the marketing URL, I thought I find that to be a little bit silly to not allow us to change. Uh, Whenever we want, just because I'm always changing things. Always. So uh, I think we're going to leave the WWDC talk for the last and the latest Swift News thing. Michael, I think you're up with IBM Watson.
1: All right, cool. So uh, as of late, uh, most developers should have gotten this news already. For all those people that are new, you haven't gotten the news. Um, so there is this, uh, uh, there's this class that you can use or a, a kit that you can use in Swift called core ML, which is machine learning and uh, machine learning is used in a lot of applications, which the majority of us use today. Um, you use it in Facebook, you use it in Instagram, you use it in a lot of other applications where it's basically a machine learning what you like, and then showing you more of what you like. And less of what you don't. Um, So if you've ever used Spotify or Pandora, whenever you hit uh, the like button in Pandora, it it, that's that's a machine learning itself. Um, Recently, uh, Apple decided to give uh, the availability of using uh, a new AI artificial intelligence called Watson. Um, It is uh, an AI made by IBM, and it is a very 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 sophisticated but very 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 useful AI it uh it has things like uh vision recognition uh empathy which uh if you're feeling sad it can recognize it in your voice it could recognize it in the fluctuations of your voice you have things like uh is it recognition vision um sounds so it's,
0: it's it's smarter than Siri then
1: It's a lot smarter than Siri, unfortunately, as of now. So basically, uh, that is what has come as a service to uh, Apple. They've allowed us now to be able to use it. So it'll be a lot easier and a lot more better for us to be able to switch over and use a machine learning AI instead of
0: having to build a ginormous freaking algorithm to make it work. And and it's it'll be implemented through Core ML, so Correct. that that that'll be nice. in the fact that Core ML is an, an existing framework, man, I can't talk today. An existing framework uh, that a lot of you know big companies use. I mean, machine learning is becoming a massive, massive thing for a lot of apps, uh, and that's nice. That I'm sure it's not easy to incorporate or implement. Um, but you know, really nothing is that Again, easy.
1: We're, we're, we're new like you guys to it. So we don't, we don't know much about it. Just like you don't know much about it. Uh, we just came onto the news. I think I just opened up the email today for the, the, the whole developer thing where they were like, Hey, congratulations. You can use this in ML now. Um. But it's it's a learning experience for us, just like it'll be a learning experience for you. I'm sure eventually we will probably get to talking about the subject on here, but it's that is a long stride ahead, and we're going to start by focusing on smaller stuff. We just wanted to bring it out there because we know that it's not necessarily just for this, this podcast is for beginners, but there might be some intermediate guys who probably have heard something about it, and they would like to know.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean... Regardless if I'm gonna use it or not. It's definitely it's definitely good information to know. Yeah uh, Because Ivan who I mentioned last week uh, Wants me to incorporate machine learning into shuffle play and I'm not necessarily Sure if I want to do that, but that's a really good option to go about so um, That's definitely great news uh, Now what y'all know about WWDC 2018? You Who, who's excited, I'm, I'm excited. asking everybody. <laughs> I'm asking everybody. So, WWDC 2018 was announced. Uh, as I'm sure a lot of this is probably really old news by this point. Uh, yeah, but you know, when something happens, you got to talk about it, regardless if it's old news or not. Uh, I'm I believe that tickets were already sent out last week or yesterday. Tickets were sent out yesterday, so like if you had put yourself in the lottery to possibly go to WW18 or WWDC 2018, you would have gotten your email yesterday saying you either did or did not get selected to go. Um, man, I wish I could go. If $1,600 wasn't you know my entire life savings, that'd be it would be awesome to go. Uh, but. This is, this is my favorite time of year. I mean, obviously, September brings new iPhones pretty much every year. That's what we expect. Um, but as a developer, I like finding out what is new in the whole Apple ecosystem as far as what's new for Swift, what's new for Xcode, uh, which we I've been running the Xcode beta for a while now because both of my iPhones that I carry with me are both on iOS 11.3 uh like making me have to use beta which is not always fun <laughs> uh but so WWDC last year brought what the iPhone SE uh it brought it brought quite a few things so this year on top of your typical iOS uh, releases which iOS 12 this year uh macOS and watchOS uh, what do you think Apple will bring along, uh, this year to WWDC?
1: Um,
0: if you ask me,
1: I, I personally think we're looking at a three iPhone lineup from all the research that we do. Uh, we, uh, there's plenty of websites that we look into before we actually start talking about it. But, um, the look of it is that there's going to be three iPhones, um, you got your standard uh, your standard iPhone X, like the one that we have now, or iPhone X, I should say. Excuse me. Um, we have an iPhone that's going to be a little bit bigger, and then we have an iPhone that's going to be even bigger. Um, huge. Yeah, huge. There is rumors that they might actually come out with a cheaper form of the phone, so basically instead of it being a... Uh, AMO, there's gonna be the AMOLED, which is the one that the ones that have now are gonna have, and then the cheaper version is gonna use an LCD. So there's gonna be there's gonna be a price range for everyone. That's as far as we know about the iPhone lineup. As for watches and all that, I I haven't really heard much. Have you?
0: Uh, as far as watch goes, I I hate the idea of a new watch every year. Uh, I've been, I still have the, the Series Zero Apple Watch. Uh, I still wear it every single day, it works perfect. I've had zero issues and I've had it for about three years at this point. Uh, I don't see a need to update my watch at all right now. Uh, a, because I don't wanna spend money to buy a new watch. Uh, B, because I come from the mindset that a watch lasts as long as you want it to last. And three or C is the fact that I don't need voice calling on my Apple Watch. I mean, I have my AirPods, I have my iPhone, both of those things are with me every single day no matter where I am. Uh, So I haven't felt the need to update my watch or upgrade in in that sense. So I don't want them to release a new Apple Watch. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. But at this point, I haven't heard a single thing about them releasing a new Apple Watch. And I really hope they don't. Because if they're releasing a new Apple Watch, that means the my Apple Watch probably won't see the newest version of Watch OS. Yes. And that would be the one single thing to make me switch
1: to upgrade. And ju- just to clarify... Um... When we talked about the iPhones, that is for the September event. Uh, the WWDC uh, 18. Um, dead, dead. Yeah, that is going to see more of like uh, uh, probably new iMacs, probably new MacBooks. Uh, they say that there's probably going to be an updated, uh, either an updated MacBook Air or they're just going to completely kill the MacBook Air. There, there, It's up in the air right now, and not a lot of people have a lot of information on it. But things you can't expect for sure are going to be maybe an iOS 12 beta. Um, and all these that's products- not a maybe that that's, a, that's a for
0: sure. That's a for that, sure. That happens every single year. Every okay. year. Like, all right, so we're
1: going to see that we're going to see the Mac OS beta also. And then we're going to see the watch OS betas. Uh, those are probably the biggest things besides the, the, the reveal of like a new MacBook or new colors,
0: things of that nature um which which typically kind of goes you know different directions every year some wwdc's they do a product announcement some wwdc's they don't do a product announcement um so at this point i it's all spec like speculation as far as if we will see a product um i personally think that if anything it would be the macbook uh, but I don't expect to see that until September. I don't expect to see any products until September, but th- you, you are on a different plane than I am. Uh, so this is kind of the, where one of the rare occasions where we, where we disagree, <laughs> um, and, and let, let's be honest. You're just really excited to buy a new iMac. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm a little excited.
0: <laughs> just, just, just a little bit you know space gray non iMac pro i uh
1: oh man i would i'm sure there's a lot of people who are gonna watch this that are gonna be like yeah i would i would love an iMac pro and yeah i mean who wouldn't it's just the price sometimes it seems a little unrealistic coming
0: from a Mac I mean, fan so <laughs> i mean you you've got 5k to drop you <laughs> no, just might you might be single. Yeah, after. I might be single after. <laughs> it's it's the it's the it's the uh it's the fear and the possibility that I run anytime I walk into an Apple store. Yes. I'll be single and homeless when I leave. <laughs> um so to kind of continue on the iOS 12 beta, it's been I, I don't want to say speculated because Apple, I guess, has hinted towards it that iOS 12 really won't be that much of an upgrade or an overhaul, much like you know, 10 to 11 and 9 to 10 was, uh, because of the large amount of <laughs> do we call them features at this point? Uh, bugs that iOS 11 has had. I mean, we're I've been testing beta three for a while now. Uh, but we're we're about to be on iOS 11.3 and there's still bugs in iOS 11.3. Uh, so it's knowledge that I that Apple is going to make iOS 12 more of a, of a solidified version of 11, uh, with maybe a couple new features. That, but that I is- wouldn't, I wouldn't, ima- I wouldn't imagine they're gonna do a whole lot different because originally they had wanted to do iOS 12 as a whole new design, a new springboard, you know all kinds of new stuff. Uh, and I don't see that happening this year unfortunately, but I would like a more stable iOS. you you have a 10 uh, whereas I have an 8 for the phones and have you noticed any any bugs, I guess features? Features, bugs. Um,
1: <laughs> as for features and bugs, uh, not necessarily me and myself. I think I saw one. I can't really recall what it was. It was a. Uh, it was more like an emoji issue, more than anything else. Like whenever you would click a certain a certain emoji or something like that, it would it would bug out and it wouldn't type what you typed. It would do something else. Besides that, and it wouldn't do it everywhere. It would just do it in some sites. So besides that, I don't really think I've seen too many bugs. I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there that are probably gonna watch this and be like, dude, you have no idea. There is hundreds. Uh, and Reddit,
0: Reddit is literally like a murder scene. <laughs> <Full> <laughs> if of them? you go to the if you go to the iPhone subreddit or the Apple subreddit, oh my goodness. It's gonna- it's I don't have that bug, so it doesn't exist, but the bug does exist. It's it's really bad. Um I haven't noticed a whole lot of bugs. Uh occasionally I have an app here there force close. Uh that is annoying but it's not that bad. Uh other than that I really haven't experienced too many bugs, but I'm not saying that they don't exist because they do. Apple put out an ad with a bug in the ad. So that was quite interesting. They actually this is what this is what happens when you have a lot of money is the ad that they had published, they originally published it on YouTube. They didn't have to take it down to change it. They were able to upload it with the same URL and everything. Get out. Without having to change it with with like changing the ad, obviously, to like make the bug not appear. But like they were able to upload it uh, without any changes in anything and that's insane that's what happens when that's what youtube likes if you have money you can pretty much do whatever you want
1: it, it's pretty much over anything else also i mean if you have enough money on facebook there's so many things you can get away with you know what i mean Unfor- and unfortunately yeah unfortunately things that other people can't get away with they can get away with pretty well
0: so do you wanna do you want to talk about what happened to your poor iphone
1: uh yeah let's talk about what happened to my iphone um during this week i went to kalahari uh down in ohio and uh, they say that the iphone is water resistant up to three feet it's or, like a
0: meter for 30 minutes or something yeah like that. a
1: meter for 30 minutes or three feet for 30 minutes um i was not a meter deep and i was not in the water longer than 15 minutes and i got water in my face ID, uh, face id sensor through the microphone I'm guessing through the top uh, speaker or the, the, the headphone. And, uh, it completely shut down on me. I I was without an iPhone until I was able to get home and actually try to fix it myself. I, so I, you know, I did some searching, I did some Googling, you know, like everybody else does. And it turns out that Apple has this really nice fine line that says under it, that says, yeah, our phone is water resistant to this far. But we don't encourage that you put it in water. And then you're like, so then why do you display it in your ads that it's water-resistant if you're just going to come turn around and say the opposite? But, hey, there's, it is what it there's, is.
0: There is a fine line, though, between like IP67 and IP68. Uh, the Google Pixel, which isn't water-resistant at all. Uh, not positive on the Google Pixel 2. But the original Google Pixel was not water resistant at all, so there's that. Uh, and I definitely really want to say that we, we've thrown quite a few uh, Apple Apple knocks in the past. Uh, what twenty four minutes? Yes, yeah. uh, you know bugs that are features, so on. Uh, but that's that's because we're in knee-deep with Apple you know we we, I'm not afraid to call Apple out when Apple does something if Apple is doing something stupid I will call them out if there's bugs in iOS 11.3 beta 6 that shouldn't be there on iOS 11.3 I will make fun of it for it make fun of them for it more so and I will say that your phone should not be broken but I have the fe- I have a feeling it has to do with the chemicals because you were in a pool.
1: Yeah, it could it could be
0: yeah. But at the same time, if you were to drop it in salt water, salt water is not you know refined you know distilled water. So, who who knows? I, I feel like you were part of a small percentage that's actually had a problem with it. You are also probably the only person on Earth that willingly takes their phone near water. Yes. <laughs> When, when you, when you, uh, you, I don't think you facetimed me, because uh, your, front, your front camera didn't work. Uh, you started messaging me from your MacBook.
1: Yeah, and I did.
0: I, I didn't know how to respond <laughs> because I, I really wanted to be like, you took your phone in what? Like, you, you did what to who? But, you know, we all make mistakes, and I think, I think you're getting it covered. I think you're uh, you have a, you have a new phone soon, so
1: yeah, hopefully.
0: We all we all make boo boos. My my iPhone lives in a case and doesn't go near water because that's, I'm too poor to where, afford to
1: fix it. We live in that's where mine's gonna be living from now on. It's probably gonna be in a life proof case or something, because I don't need this to happen again.
0: I wouldn't go that far. I like I don't I don't heavy duty case my stuff. Like I, I absolutely hate cases. So I I'm a big Apple case person. Uh I really like the leather ones, but I use more of the silicone ones because they're not as expensive. And yeah. But I would just go that route. I mean, that's gonna help you more than a caseless iPhone is. But to be fair, you've made it how long without a case?
1: Since it launched. I had it in December. I got it in November the end of November so it's been since November barely without a case almost ever
0: yeah and I mean you made it this far so I would I would call that a pretty solid win. I know people that get a phone and drop it the same day. actually when I worked at Target Tech I uh, I sold somebody an iPhone uh, seven I would uh, seven plus. And we had this whole thing where we were like, offer them Square Trade, which is an insurance thing, or Apple Care, obviously. They didn't want insurance because they don't break phones. They also didn't want a case. So I walk up front, because this was in the back of the store. I walk up to the front of the store with them. I was about to go on lunch break. Go outside, and there they are. They are standing there with their iPhone 7, brand new, literally like maybe 10 minutes out of the box, face down on the concrete <laughs> with a broken screen. So you made it longer than that person and that's good. <laughs> i I didn't know how to how to help that person. there was not I couldn't do anything. they they bought it, they didn't want insurance. It sounds like a you problem not a me problem, you know.
1: But yeah, that that becomes an uh, an issue of the user more than the than the than the than the person or, or the or the or the company. Exactly.
0: So. Um. All right. So Apple's got an event on Tuesday. I mean, it's not live streamed, unfortunately. I'm not excited for that. <laughs> no, that made me really mad. Uh, I guess you'll be able to watch it after the fact, which is nice. But I want to watch it as it happens. Beggars can't be choosers. I'd rather have an Apple event than no Apple event. Right. Um now you have an iPad Pro. You have a what 12.9 inch iPad Pro? Yes. That is your baby. That uh, you is- literally have that thing with you all the time. You have an Apple Pencil too. Correct. Now, <laughs> off topic, do you charge your Apple Pencil at the bottom of the iPad or do you use a little connector to plug it into a lightning cable?
1: You know you know it's funny uh I don't I don't charge it at the bottom of the iPad. I actually have this uh this iHome and I actually have it sticking out of the iHome where it connects and so it just charges.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing you don't have a cat. Yeah, he'd
1: be playing with it all the time.
0: You wouldn't you'd would have a broken iPad pencil or Apple pencil. Yes,
1: probably.
0: I I really can't talk today. Um so Apple's theme for for this Tuesday March event, uh, March 27th, which is like two days from now, uh, is education, um, which you and I both know Apple is, I'm sure we all know, Apple is really big on education. Uh, Tim Cook has a very, very firm stance on the fact that coding should be taught in schools much like French or Spanish would be and i stand 100 percent with him uh and so i think we'll expect to see a new ipad uh i will expect to see an updated ipad pro probably well maybe not pro i will expect to see a 9.7 inch ipad uh at a lower cost
1: well they said they actually said that there would be a, well rumors speculates that there will be a cheaper iPad for the purpose of education to be able to, uh, kind of like appeal to education more than anything. Um, one of the biggest issues right now is that a lot of people would love to buy more iPads. They would love to use iPad pros and Apple pencils and all this other stuff for, uh, education, but it's just so costly. Like it costs so much just to get in. Like I think I paid when I actually got it, I paid over a thousand dollars for this iPad. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Especially if you're trying to do it for the purpose of education. Um,
0: right. That 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 entry is a little bit. And that was was that with or without the Apple Pencil?
1: That was without the Apple Pencil. That was literally like I went and bought it. That's it. It came with nothing. I had to buy a smart case on the side also. And we're gonna stop bracing right. on Apple.
0: <laughs> no, and it's not a bad thing. I mean. I, I will pick Apple every day of the week over Android or let's be let's be honest uh, pour some out for our dead homies of Windows Phone. Um, <laughs> it, I'm okay with spending large quantities of money. I mean, I went out and I bought the product red battery case. you know I bought I bought this product red battery case for a hundred dollars. I don't use it every day. I, I use it like once a week. If that, I spent a hundred dollars on a case that isn't constantly on my phone. So I have no issues with spending large quantities of money when it comes to Apple. I just think, I think that this is a smart move for them because they are so education based. You know, they offer scholarships and internships for college students. They offer you know this and that for high school, middle school, and and so on. And I think the barrier to entry for an iPad is is a little too high for a school to want to invest and bring that into their school. You know, the 9.7-inch iPad Pro currently stands at like $700, $800 or $400 or even the iPad Air. So it's speculated that they might drop down the price to $259, which I find to be a perfect price. And... um.
1: And uh, talk a little bit about how uh, about the like Apple Pencil that they plan, plan. because obviously if you're dropping, if you're trying to do anything for school education and you're trying to go digital, for example, the reason I got the Apple Pencil and I got the iPad Pro was I wanted to get rid of all notebooks. I was like, you know, hey, you know, trees. (laughs) We spend so much on uh, freaking paper and stuff like that that it's ridiculous when I can have a single iPad with like 1500 notebooks and I can use a digital pencil and, or uh, not a digital pencil, uh, uh, an Apple pencil and write digitally and just have everything stored and just back up everything up to the cloud and you have it on all your devices. So you're good. Um, talk a little bit about what you think the new Apple pencil is going to, is going to be like, or like the functionalities and, uh, How do you think it's going to apply with the
0: 9.7? So I don't own an iPad Pro and I don't have an Apple Pencil. Uh, I'm still rocking the iPad Mini 2. Working at Target Tech, I got to play with an iPad Pro and Apple Pencil pretty much every day. I got paid to draw little stick figures and show it off to people, which was really awesome. I uh, I don't honestly know what to expect from a, a second generation iPad pencil or Apple Pencil just for the fact that it hasn't been updated and nothing's really happened with it since its inception. Um that that's I'm fair. I'm sh- I'm sure that you know there's going to be something with the iPad pencil at this or er, why do I keep calling an iPad Pencil? Something with the Apple Pencil at this event. Uh, it would be silly to not have something to go along with it. Um, I would like to see broader adoption across devices. I, I actually uh, the-
1: heard a rumor about that. There's there's a rumor in the rumor mill going about actually having uh, an Apple Pencil that will have adapti- adaptability to all cross, cross generation to like all a- iPads and, and that nature. Um, one thing that I can probably see that might actually come to be, uh, it's also up there in the rumor mail is I heard a uh, wireless charging for the Apple pencil. So basically throwing the Apple pencil on a fricking, <laughs> Hey, it's charging. That, is- that,
0: that I haven't heard. That's actually quite interesting.
1: Yeah. I saw that. I saw that this morning. And uh, I can see how they're going to do it just because I'm into electronic tech also. So I can I can kind of figure in my head of where they're going to stick the wireless charger um, or the wireless coil. But I think I think it'd be pretty it'd be pretty beneficial to be able to use an Apple Pencil on all iPads across the board instead of just making it an iPad Pro thing because if you have enough money to afford an iPad, you have enough money to afford an Apple Pencil kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, Now, last last September, they had talked about a charging mat that they were going to bring out as well as the wireless AirPods charging case, which please please give me the wireless air tra- AirPods charging case. I literally live with my AirPods in my ear. I sleep with them in my ear. They do not leave my body. Um, so do you think we're going to see that on Tuesday? Or do you think they're, that's something we're going to see uh, at WWDC, which I find to be a little late. That's almost a year of announcing before releasing. I think
1: so. They said, they said okay, so in the event of last September – they said that it was going to come soon was where they left it. They left
0: it at, I, oh, find, it's, I it, find soon to be December, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I find, I found it to be like December. I found it to be out either by December or early January or February, but because they're having this weird event in March, which is, isn't, isn't, isn't a customary, it's not, it's not very customary for Apple to do, to have like an event at a school, you know, where they talk about education as much. No, I mean um, it's
0: not the it's not normal for them to do it at a school, but March March events aren't unusual.
1: Right, right. But at a school or anything like that, I just I expect them to release that there. Uh, don't take my word for anything more than a grain of salt, man. I that's that's literally what what I what I think because they said it was gonna come out early, and if it's WWDC, that sounds a little too
0: late. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it's already too late to me.
1: Right.
0: I mean, like I said, give me that wireless charging case. Give, give me that wireless <laughs> charging case. Um, I'm hoping that it stays around $69 for that case. Uh, and if we do see the charging <laughs> mat on Tuesday, if we see the charging mat on Tuesday, I'm going to say it's going to be around, I'm going to say it's going to be between 249 and 299 For that wireless charging mat. Oh,
1: for real? That's
0: that's my speculation.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we'll make a we'll make a a thing on it. I'm gonna say it's around a hundred to one sixty nine is where I I put it.
0: Okay. And and (laughs) what's the winner get? Um,
1: What what
0: what are what are we waging here? I have no idea. What do you want to wage? uh i'll cash app you 10 bucks cash
1: app 10 bucks got it
0: uh you you left a pretty wide margin between you know the the 169 and the the 249 but you know
1: that's perfect because we're just round rounded to the nearest person
0: <laughs> fair enough fair enough um so yeah i i, I hope i really hope we see those on tuesday me too it's been it's very on apple like to announce a product and, and they ran into this with the airpods initially where they announced it and they weren't ready nearly close enough to the event and and i'm not the kind of person that's like oh if steve jobs was alive that you know we wouldn't have this issue because that's not the case steve jobs was a completely different man but he also had his fair share of products that either flopped really bad or you know announced and waited so i'm hoping we see these on tuesday uh what do you think the possibilities of seeing a macbook on tuesday are
1: i everything that i've read uh pointed against it um, everything I read said, hey, there might be a possibility, but it doesn't look like there's going to be anything before WWDC.
0: Real, real quick, real quick. I guess Haley's watching. Uh, Haley's my girlfriend. And she said, in all caps, FISH BET. FISH BET. FISH BET? <laughs> she wants, she wants no. to wager FISH.
1: No. <laughs> we're,
0: we're, well, okay. We're, Here, how about this? How about this? The cash app money that we, that the winner gets has to use it towards fish deal that we can do i'm sure haley that will make haley happy because i'm not mailing you fish
1: <laughs> yeah i don't plan on mailing you any fish either <laughs>
0: and i mean cleveland to detroit is not that far but that poor fish. that is not a trip that can be made with fish um <laughs> so we'll, we'll do that the the ten dollars that one of us gets will have to be used towards fish or on fish something don't have to be a fish (laughs) you you don't have room for more fish
1: um okay so yeah i don't expect anything coming from actually uh the macbook uh range they might i mean it's definitely a possibility out there i just i was from everything that i read it doesn't look like it's gonna be that big they it's it's up there it's up there it's vague it's very vague
0: i i don't expect an i'm or a macbook on tuesday at all i i expect them to push the whole ipad as a computer replacement agenda which i completely disagree with 100 percent. i told you earlier off the whole podcast that i i will not use an ipad as a computer replacement until i can code on it
1: i agree but I, I,
0: I fully expect them to push the iPad as a computer replacement thing on Tuesday. Right.
1: Um, if, if I love my iPad Pro to death, um, I would love to be able to use – because even in the commercials that they've used, they have the whole – what is it? Uh, that one commercial where there's the kid on the MacBook Pro, and, and the lady's like, is that a computer? And he goes, what's a computer? <laughs> Right. I wish I was. I wish I was able to say that about my my Mac, uh, my iPad Pro, but I can't code on it.
0: And I understand, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, there's a lot of use cases that don't involve coding. But I can't do most of the things that I do on my MacBook on an iPad right. fluently. And then- I can do them. It's just more up in the butt.
1: Right, and then you have things like uh, the processor is going to be a little more difficult. Just uh, like you got to update processors, you got to do a whole bunch of stuff to be able to make something like an iPad Pro up to par with a MacBook Pro in order to make it something. Because if if you told me today you pay the same thing that you paid for your iPad Pro, and it's going to do everything your 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 MacBook does, I I'd, I'd buy it in a second just because I can code on my MacBook Pro. And whenever I got to go anywhere, I'll just leave my MacBook Pro and just take my iPad with me and just go, because I know that I can complete and continue doing what I was doing uh, on my MacBook on my iMac, Uh, um, on my iPad, excuse me. And uh, that doesn't seem like it's it's much of a reality yet. And because this is a developer, you know, uh, a, a developer live stream, it's important to mention the fact that, hey. It's difficult to develop when you just have an iPad that can't develop.
0: Right. And and the coding thing is a big thing for me because, you know, iPad Pro isn't cheap, especially the the, the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. And if I'm going to pay that much money for what I can get, you know, the base model MacBook for... I would expect it to be able to multitask well. And at this point, unless you're paying YouTube money every month, you can't even play YouTube in the background. And that to me, which I do that all the time, as somebody that's learning all the time, YouTube's always in the background, whether it be, you know, let's build that app or Sean Allen, or I'm watching H3H3 podcast or listening to Philip DeFranco show. It's always going on in the background. So I can't consider my... An iPad as a computer replacement at all, and I can't wait for the day that either the iPad is equivalent to a MacBook, or that they stop pushing that agenda. Um,
1: I, I can agree on that,
0: but let's be real—you just you really want a 15-inch MacBook, really bad,
1: and an iMac Pro, and but an iMac.
0: Any, dreams are dreams, man. You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> Um, how about I might Apple- I might have to fend off your wife a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely convince her a lot. Um, how about Apple's stance on education?
0: It's broad. It's very existent. It, as uh, as I, we'll
1: see in two days. It's it's
0: yeah, oh, yeah. as we'll see in two days when they're doing a, in a a event at a high school in Chicago. Surprising that they don't shut down the Apple Store, the New Michigan Ave Apple Store for this event. I, I can see why they won't, but, you know, that store is absolutely gorgeous, and I can't wait to go see you in person. Um, Apple's stance on education is is massive. Like like I stated earlier in the podcast, they, they do a lot of things for college students. You and I were talking the other night about uh, you going to school and the the internships that they offer to college students, to where they you go out to California and you get to work for three months at Apple, you know, and you can do that every year for the four years or two years that you're in school. Um, I'm curious to to see if they push any new initiatives to help coding get into school. If there's any partnerships that they've created uh, Coinciding a new iPad to allow schools to get them cheaper to push that because I mean let's be real you can't code a full-fledged app in on an iPad but you could use playgrounds and I use playgrounds all the time I have one of those BB8 Sphero BB8 you know robot things and I can use pre- playgrounds to control it and it's wicked awesome um so I would I'm interested to see what kind of initiatives Apple pushes to make, A, learning coding in schools more accessible, but B, to really get those iPads into hands and get those iPads into schools and in being utilized. Um, I find, and in, in the second part of this is why is it important? It's important because in a day and age, and I'm not going to get political, political views are are, are garbage to begin with. Uh, everybody has a different one and it is not worth noting, (laughs) but in a day and age where I find education to be getting worse and worse, you know, regardless if they're learning how to code in playgrounds on that iPad, technology is only getting, you know, more and more prevalent in our day to day lives as adults. I can't imagine as a kid, how much, how much more prevalent that is like my younger cousins grew up with an iPad in their hands. They know how to use an iPad better than I do, and I make apps for those things, you know? So I find education within technology to be extremely important, and I find that Apple's stance on education being so known is a very important thing. You know, you don't hear about Samsung going out and pushing an agenda to get coding in schools or, and Google does a lot. I can't discredit Google. Google does a whole lot. They have a Udacity nano program that they did scholarships for. Yeah. Google
1: Google does a lot of backup. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of how Google has been doing with it as well. Um, I can say that taking some of the courses that Google does, uh, does provide, it's actually really nice. And actually being able to see that, You know, someone's striving to be like, Hey, we'll give you scholarships to go learn how to code for our, for our devices and learn how to code Android and stuff like that is actually kind of nice because right now there's only two people that I have seen and that I've actually done my research on that actually provide a competitiveness in the education field. And that is Apple and Google.
0: Right, right. And if there's if there's one one mark i want to leave on on you know with earth and with people after i die it's making making coding making technology more widely accepted across all generations not just the young kids not just the adults not just that 30 something friend billy down the street like the elderly folks that that you know this day and age frown upon technology. And there's a lot that accept it. But I've met quite a few people that don't. And they don't understand what I do, what my career path is. Um, I really just want to make a positive impact on technology and and kids in all walks of life. And I would like to see countries that don't have access to proper internet, have access to proper internet before I die. Thank you, Elon Musk. Yes. Thank you, Elon thank Musk. You
1: Elon. and this is no promotion, to Elon whatsoever. But thank you, Elon L- Musk.
0: Let's let's be real. We're both Tesla fanboys as much as we are Apple <laughs> fanboys. Me, maybe a little bit more so than you. <laughs> um, what about ClassKit? Have you done any any research on ClassKit? Uh, no, I actually haven't. Uh, I, I know, I can kind of
1: guess on what it what it what it's for. Basically, like. Probably uh, adaptability for applications to be able to use uh, for developers in the process of making things that help students. So basically, if I wanted to make an application that would probably benefit students more, I would use something like ClassKit instead of something else. So basically, just another, what what do you want to call it, like
0: like one of Apple's standard libraries? Yeah, it's it's essentially like a framework, because ClassKit is a framework, and then uh, they released a Classroom uh, 2.2 app, uh, and I think this was an initiative from last WWDC that they pushed uh, with, obviously, a more forward stance on education. Uh, I'm going to pull up the whole class kit thing now so we can sound like educated people and not like idiots. <laughs> I have so many windows open on my MacBook. It's hard to, to keep it all into one area so ios 11.3 beta 2 adds brand new class kit framework for educational apps so this is brand new the whole class kit yeah, framework is um and let's see it seems like apple is introducing a brand new public development framework called class kit that's aimed towards educational apps from a brief look into the code for that framework it looks like It will allow developers of educational apps to create student evaluation features. Users users will be able to answer questionnaires that will be automatically transmitted to teachers remotely via iCloud. So that sounds cool. Uh, Going through school for me, there was this website, or I don't even know what it was. It was called Blackboard. And that's kind of how you got some assignments. That's how you got your grades and, and and communicated back and forth. It was also like the demise of my my education because I was not very good in high school or middle school. And I, I dreaded my parents ever checking Blackboard. <laughs> that's when I like had my bag ready to go to leave the house and like not come back. <laughs> so to see this is actually really cool uh, now that I'm an adult and I realize that high school grades aren't everything in life. Um, yeah. It looks like there's also a kiosk mode to prevent students from exiting the app during an exam.
1: That would suck On the, in, the, in, the, in the sense of a student. Students, we're with you guys. <laughs> we want a Google search test too. Trust me, college students, everybody else does it. I don't see why they wouldn't allow it. But in the sense of integrity and trying to hold a more of a foothold on what students can do, I think it's, it, it should be necessary just because you have those students that are probably going to be more like, oh, well, they gave me an iPad. Let me just go over here and play freaking Flappy Bird, Fortnite. which for all those people out there, Flappy Bird doesn't exist anymore. Um, Let me go play Flappy Bird instead of uh, doing my assignment. Wrong. <laughs>
0: So you these, you these a- days it would be Fortnite though.
1: Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, there you go. Fortnite or uh, PUBG, either or. So we don't we don't we don't want that. We 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 like the idea of a kiosk in the sense of well I like the idea of a kiosk in the sense of that it will help education um, and try to keep students on track. Plus, I mean, if it's the school buying the iPad and it's not the students. There should be restrictions on what students should be able to do on them. So I, I kind of like the idea of the class, uh, class kit framework and uh, the Classroom 2.2 app for uh, the for iOS. I think I think that's 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 really nice.
0: I, I agree. I think that's going to be very helpful for a teachers and b students. Uh, we don't encourage or condone cheating. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, don't. neither of us have kids yet. Uh, unless you count fish and rats as kids, then I have too many. <laughs> but I find that to be, that that really kind of puts out there exactly the Apple's stance on education and why it's important. You know, that answers the previous question of why is that important. This is why. Especially because technology is not becoming any less relevant. So... <laughs> the look on your face right now—you look shocked. Uh, do I? A little bit. Plus, that whole talking bit it was on you, so I'm not <laughs> doing too good at this whole switching thing. I'll have to investigate why it's not working. Last show, it worked flawlessly. This show, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, so, so we're yeah. gonna R- roll with
1: the punches. Because uh, I was while we were actually doing the podcast, I was looking over at the actual live feed. And I was watching myself do my weird quirks when he was talking and I was expecting him to switch to him. And I'd be like, Oh, it's still on me. So we'll try to get it under order for the next show. I appreciate everybody coming to watch and for the future watchers. uh, Thank you for those people that are going to be listening on SoundCloud and on podcasts. We appreciate the support. And uh, we hope that, you know, you continue to hear us. Um, this time it was more of, a, you know, kind of keeping up with the news and what's been going on uh, for the next time. We haven't really even started thinking of, uh, of the table for the next time. But by by what but what we were thinking is it's probably start touching on the actual tup, uh, subject of Swift, of Swift uh, kind of getting into, you know, hey, what is this? What is that? How do we do this? How do we do that? What if I'm new to Apple and I want to download Xcode to be able to make a project? And we may or may not go as far as showing you how to make a simple app that says hi on your screen. That is to be determined.
0: But I'm, I'm going to have to get my life together a little bit to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're
1: more than welcome to tune in with us and uh, keep, keep uh, a track of where we're heading and everything. We, we love doing this. We love doing this and not to keep doing it. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
0: No, yeah, we don't, we don't make any money from it at yeah, all. We don't have any yeah. partnerships yet. Um, it's really <laughs> just fun. It, it, I'm sure it helps my, it's, it, it stops my girlfriend wanting, from wanting to choke me every time I come over because I talk less about tech with her now that I have this, it, right. it definitely helps. Uh, closing remarks, anything you want to say, anything you want to make the the listeners ponder. Uh, you know, I, I want to point out the fact that we're both wearing red apple shirts. Here it is. You can like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, for all you listeners now and in the future and beyond and beyond. Uh, if you're if you're going to keep up with us and try to keep going, uh, you can either do this as homework or you can do this as just uh, for yourself. Um, start kind of looking into Xcode, start looking at kind of uh, how it works uh, or maybe what uh, variables are, things of that nature. Um, we are going to do it next week, but we would love if you were a little more familiar with it just because we're probably going to still say words that you're not going to understand. Um, we would love people to give us feedback just so we know and understand, you know, Hey, we said this, I don't know what that is. Oh, thanks for saying that bill. This is what that is, you know? So (laughs) it'll work out better. Um, that's all I can
0: chat chat. Live chat is open for anything ever at all. Like Communicate with us. I've been watching it and it's been crickets, but nonetheless, (laughs) it's open.
1: It's, it's barren, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a a, a pretty solid. Uh... I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. It's been one of those days. Um, any I other think, closing remarks I, from you?
1: I think this is a a pretty solid podcast. To to, to I, set it I all down, so. it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Second time ever being live, so it was definitely fun. Um. I,
0: chalk this up on my uh, list of podcasts that I've done.
1: Yeah. And uh, uh, hey, start preparing for the next one.
0: I mean, that's all that's all I have. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's uh, we were going to touch on struggles uh, that we had this previous week. We decided to kind of nix that just because, you know, we're going for an hour at this point. It's been exactly an hour. Um, so I guess my closing remark is if you hit a wall. Don't give up. Create software that you you want in your life, and it will be significantly easier to overcome that wall or that hurdle. If you're creating something that you don't care about, you're gonna th- you're gonna bury that project, and that's never a fun thing to do. I look at my MacBook and I have ten you know half finished apps because I didn't care about them. I just you know wanna, had an idea, wanted to work on it, and I had a better idea, started working on that, and just never went back to it. Create things that you need in your life and that other people need in their lives. Uh, but more importantly, just don't ever give up if you hit a wall, because that's where I've been at, and my forehead is bloody from banging against the wall. But I'm not giving up because that shuffle play update for version two is coming at the beginning of April. All right, well- that that nice that nice plug though. <laughs>
1: All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, For all you future listeners, thank you for tuning in as well. Make sure you hit the subscribe button below to keep up with everything that we're doing. And uh, also, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, I'm sure Tyler will do a good job of making sure all our information's on there. Uh, You can also follow us on GitHub, try to keep up with all the projects that we're working on and stuff like that.
0: Um, And just stay informed. Pretty much, yeah. I think that, I think that covers it. Uh, we our list full of check marks. Our list is full of check marks. All right. Congrats, my friend. I think I think we need a punchline to end the show with.
1: I think we should come up one. I think I think we need a little ponder on that a little more before
0: we gotta get swifty. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. See you next time.